Welcome back to After the Buzzer Sports Talk, and I'm your host, Aiden Mayer. Okay, welcome back for another episode. Today I'm going to be joined by three people. We're going to be joined by Colin, Thomas, uh, and then uh, our new guest over here, Luke. Oh, yes. Uh, Rukas Figgy. Uh, Oh, my God. The Sixers are beating the Nets 125 to 97. All right, so currently, well, we're, uh, yeah, Gordon, so Sixers are probably going to win. But seriously, guys, in today's episode, we are going to be going over what um, basically kind of run down the list of the 30 NBA teams kind of alphabetically by this list and run by how we think their free agency is going to go and what we think should be their kind of main priorities. Um, Hopefully, try not to spend too long with some of these teams, but, uh, you know, we might get into a few heated arguments. We'll see. So, uh, yeah, let's get to that. Okay, so first we're going to start with the Atlanta Hawks. Now, they don't really have any big-time free agents. So, really, they just need to hit on the draft picks. Assuming they get the Mavericks pick, they're going to get two picks. So, I think they need to try to hit on, like, a 3-and-D, you know, shooting guard slash small forward, like a wing, and try to get a real center for the future, whether it's, like, Bulbul or Jackson Hayes. Or... In free agency, get the big vooch, Nikola Vucevic. I mean, that would not be a bad idea. I mean, they could that he he's a guy that could push them into the playoffs. Push they want a marquee free agent. They yeah. got one. Yeah. I mean, seriously, they just need a center. They just need to keep developing their players, get a little defense. They'll be fine, and then hopefully get rid of Kent Bazemore's contract next off season. All right. So then, uh, next on our list is the Boston Celtics, which is a very interesting one. Al Horford's going to accept his player option. Um, I think Marcus Morris, depending on the amount of money he wants, uh, they should definitely look into. I don't think they're going to try to sign back Terry Rozier unless Kyrie leaves. Uh, and then you got you got some scrubs. I mean, oh, Daniel Tice is better. What are you talking about? Brad Wanamaker? Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. And then, but Wait, the Aaron Baines free agent? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so a big-time guy is Kyrie Irving has that player option. Now, here's the thing. It's going to depend on how their season goes. Thomas, you said it. I said it. Um... If they lose well, the first, season, Marty, we're talking about playoffs. Yeah, playoffs. Kyrie Irving is a very moody guy. So if you lose in the first or second round, he's not feeling too happy with the team. He's gonna leave. But if all of a sudden you made a good run for the championship, maybe go to the finals or put up a good fight in the Eastern Conference Finals, and he feels he feels like he's you know happy in Boston at the moment, and he's starting to mesh with his teammates. Plus, the Celtics can pay him the most money. I think he'll stay. I mean, they're the main guys, Kyrie Irving, this offseason. But we can't go and blow all of our money because we need money to sign young guys like Jalen oh, yeah. and Jason Tatum in the future. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. there's just. My dad said the other day that Al Horford was going to decline his player option. There is a zero. No, there's no way. If he does, I think Al Horford insane. likes it in Boston. I'm not. And I think. Not to mention, he's not going to get paid yeah, anymore. Yeah, he's not going to pay. Yeah, exactly. So there's no real point for him to do it. If he declines his player option, he'll probably just come back to Boston for less money. There's just no point in doing that. So then next we have the Brooklyn Nets. Again, there isn't a ton here. I think Alan Crabb will accept this player option for the reason Al Horford he's not going to get that amount of money. Uh, D'Angelo Russell, they're going to sign back his restricted restricted deal. You got Jared Dudley and Ed Davis. Uh, Ed Davis been solid. Put up a Put up a big double-double in the game one. 12.16 rebounds. Yeah. I mean, not someone's going to lead you to a championship exactly. But again, I don't think I don't think the Nets will be very busy. I mean, we could potentially see them uh, as maybe uh, buyers in a Kevin Love trade, but I don't oh, see it happening. Here's I, the thing. I, if I'm a team, I don't want Kevin Love, but I could see the Nets potentially doing it to really make them contenders and the fact that Kevin I Love is I mean, I, the no, Nets I love old players. I mean, how about this? How about, you know, at the beginning of the year, how they were Kyrie, Jimmy Butler rumors, but yeah. they could have been Brooklyn. I think they get Jimmy Butler. Yeah, they that's what I was just that's, about to say. That, that's yeah. what I, Jimmy Butler so and uh, D'Angelo Russell. That'd be kind of good. Yeah, the Kyrie talks are out of But what about this, though? Let's say they get Jimmy Butler mm-hmm. and they get Kevin Love. Then all of a sudden you got a starting lineup that looks like D'Angelo Russell, Russell, Jimmy Butler, Joe Harris, whom, oh, Kevin Love, and Jarrett Allen. Yeah. That is... I think you'd have to uh, like and then Harrison. maybe that's and then you have Lever well oh yeah there's the one I'm forgetting about guys Spencer Dinwiddie what are they gonna do with Spencer Dinwiddie they gotta sign him back 
Yeah. Well, he's 2020 free, so they don't have to worry about him yet. But... Yeah. Oh, no. He's not even a free agent coming up soon, but... I think they should look to move him. Yeah, that's what I thought. Oh. It would be so good for him because they already have Karis LeVert as well coming off the bench. You get Jimmy mm-hmm. Butler. There's no point. Dinwiddie could thrive in a place like the Orlando Magic, some place where like that where he can or get a starting role, get more touches. He's been great off the bench. Yeah, and just he's proven that he's capable of being a starter-level player in the NBA. Here's the real question. Can he be like an all-star type player as – a starting point guard for a team of Phoenix Suns, yeah, for example. I, I mean, uh, could he? That would be an see, interesting See, I like fit. the Magic, but yeah, again, but, with the Magic, there is Markel Fultz. They're also trash. Yeah. I, uh, they didn't make the playoffs. I will give them credit for that. But if Vooch leaves, I like I like this. Or maybe if if the Bucks didn't have blood, so he'd be a good fit. There. Yeah. Ooh, or. I don't. I know you guys wouldn't like this, but let's say Kyrie Irving leaves. That is. I mean, I don't see it happening. He's better than Terry Rozier. Yeah. 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 Way better than Terry Rozier. Spencer Dinwiddie is so underrated. He's actually. All right. So the next. When we were watching the All Star Skills Competition last year, no one even knew who Spencer Dinwiddie was. Dinwiddie to the Pelicans. Maybe. I don't know. Would so, he be a good fit along Drew Holiday? I don't know, though. I, I think it'll be very tough to get the starting point guard job with um, oh, Alfred, Alfred Payton. Payton. Right. I, about that. I, I'm kidding. He, I, I'm kidding. He's no, going to get the starting spot over Alfred Payton. No, Alfred Payton's actually been having a decent year. True, year. true. But he's not been an expensive yeah. Yeah. All right. So now next is the Charlotte Hornets. Now the Hornets are going to be more busy than you think. Uh I think Bizak Biombo, Michael Kidd, Giltris will probably pick up their player options, but the big, yeah. the the big ones here are, um, what are they gonna do with Kemba and Jeremy Lamb? Now, if Kemba leaves, they're done. I mean, it's time the Hornets. Blow it up, time, no, the Hornets deserve Kemba Walker deserves to leave, and the Hornets deserve to lose him for the fact that they did not choose one way. They should have either traded him or built around him, and they didn't either. They just stuck at mediocrity, and they chose to stay that way because they couldn't pull the trigger on anything. Uh, they couldn't choose one direction. You know what makes They're me mad, though? The fact that the Detroit Pistons got in without Blake, like, that just makes me feel like, wouldn't you have rather seen someone like Dwayne Wade or Kemba Walker perform in the playoffs. No one, and I repeat, no one wants to see the Pistons. Except for the Detroit Pistons fans, no one wants to see them in the playoffs well, without Blake. Chris Give Dwayne yeah, oh, Wade yeah. one more chance to see what he can I mean, do. I mean, it would have been a little bit like, of a sour ending, but I mean, he'd probably, you know, get swept by the Bucks and get to in Miami. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I guess, yeah. but... But, like, still, it kind of just makes me mad that the Pistons made it and they just didn't no, do yeah. it. Yeah. The, Give the Dwayne Hornets, Wade a chance. Yeah. The Hornets were in the playoffs for a decent amount of time. And then and, they... Yeah, but yeah. when they were in the playoffs, what did they do? Also, Jeremy Lamb, uh, if Kemba... Lamb is a very underrated player. Yeah. And I think that he should just, if they lose Kemba, they re, they resign Jeremy Lamb, say, hey, you can shoot as many shots as you want because we're taking... He can potentially average like 20 points per game because he's the and only amount of And up trade value and then send him out of it. Yeah, exactly. All right. I mean, yeah, <laughs> Done. Like, that's a great... Uh, way to do it, but again, do you want to give him too many shots to the point where his field goal percentage is like, eh? Oh, some teams aren't going to be that dumb to realize. Oh, thank God, Frank Kaminsky is a restricted free agent. <laughs> Imagine without Frank Kaminsky, oh. what the team would be like Ooh. then. All right, next is the uh, Chicago like Bulls. So the Bulls don't really have much to do here, but the draft. Um, I definitely think they should go after a point guard, whether that is. John Morant or Darius Garland is the second option. I don't think they're going to get John Robin Morant. Robin Lopez isn't a restricted free agent. So, no! you, I think they're going to – I actually think they might re-sign Robin Lopez just on a very cheap deal. Yeah. Um, And you got Ryan or DC Okono. Resign. He's good. Uh, yeah. Good yep. Yeah. Um, And there's not really much here. It's just the draft with this team. What are they going to do in the draft? I don't think they're really going to make any trades. You either. get a wing or a point guard. Yep. What that, are the other? Uh, yep. Uh, they got the front court set with Wendell and Carter. And that winger point guard should be defensive-minded. Yes, uh, Cam Reddish or... Um, I wouldn't say Cam Reddish is defensive-minded, but... So, so Cam Reddish is a good defender. He is, but I don't know how he'll perform at the NBA level as a defender. He's one of the 
he's led the NCAA in steals. He's been one of the better True, defenders. but James Harden is, is also led. Yeah, but Cameron Reddish is still a good defender. No, I know. I just I, like he's I said, not he's not like a stat pad defender like uh, James Harden or John Morant. I, I could see he's him a being good defender. like an Andrew Wiggins. Like he comes into the league, he's viewed with defensive potential and just doesn't live up to it. I, I just don't know. I, I don't believe in Cam Reddish. I just don't think that he'll be. Neither that good. do I. Really, I really think know. he should have stayed a second season. I really think that would have developed him. He could have become the best player on that team. Because let's think about it. When Cam Reddish, he's not a player that's going to lead team. He's a three and D wing. I understand, but he's also a bucket getter, and this leads me to my point. He went to Duke knowing he was going to be the third guy. He would be the best team on any other team in the country. Best and, player? Yes. Even Murray State? Okay. Murray mm. State is literally the only exception. And Cam Reddish would be the best player on every single other team in the country besides for Murray State. But no, he chose to go to Duke. And it, re- it really hurt his draft stock because he's not... I mean, obviously, he's still going to be a, a top 10 pick. Yeah. But like... I think he should have stayed a second season, prove what he could have done as a first option. Because while he's a three and D wing, he's also a bucket getter. Like you see what I'm saying? But yeah. is he ever going to be a first option in the league? Yeah. The True. most number one option for free agency right now is to sign Robin Lopez for less than what his contract is right now, which is fourteen million. Yeah, obviously. Sign him for like three million. Yeah, like that makes a little bit yeah. more sense. All right, moving on now to the Cleveland Cavaliers, who again don't really have. Yeah, can much we just go by this one quick? Uh, uh, Kevin, try to trade Kevin Love. Not that, and try to get either R.J. Barrett. Or yeah. John, or um, someone. In the I mean, draft. you get it's the basics here. Yeah. All right, uh, moving <laughs> on next. Uh, uh, Dallas Mavericks. Ooh. Now the Mavericks here a, a little interesting. Definitely, um, mm. they just have to hope that they can um, get their pick back from the Hawks. They're no doubt gonna get Kristaps Porzingis restricted deal. But who do they go after in free agency? My pick, the number one guy, if they can choose anyone. Well, in reason should be Kemba Walker. Mm, um, um, you know, if not, I mean, they could try for Clay Thompson, but that's not going to happen. No, they're not going to get Clay. Yeah, exactly. I mean, they could try, but they're not going to get him. Vooch. Uh, Vooch. Uh, Demarcus Cousins. Uh, Chris Middleton. Actually, Vooch, add to the foreign Mavericks. I think they will get a free agent. They traded Harrison Barnes um, to fill up a, a, a – to um, – Get another max slot. So they're obviously confident they can get someone. Yeah, they traded him for beans. Look for them to have a killer trio next season. Mm-hmm. They can have potentially I they can have Kemba, Luca, and Kristaps. And I think they're confident as well. They're a pretty big market, but not even that. They're a very player friendly organization. So that could really draw interest. Exactly. Rick Carlisle has gained reputation as a great player coach, mm-hmm. uh, someone you can really confide in. And Mark Cuban just, I mean, if you look it up, the Mark Cuban Chandler Parsons bromance is it got really it's serious. Strong. They had to beg yeah. him not to re-sign him. It, it, it was that serious. Obviously, it's not like you know, yeah, like you know what I mean. But but like at the same time, he gets very. He can hook you up for life after. Mm-hmm. Like he must be the absolute guy because yeah. he's just. And a the Mavericks have proven they can win championships. Exactly. Yep, I mean, exactly, look at, yeah. look at. I mean, obviously. Dirk is an exception because, like, but I mean, they have like a slight bit of a downgrade to Dirk, but Kristaps is a very similar player. Yeah, and Rick Carlisle just shout out because he's a great coach. He's a top ten yeah. coach in the NBA, uh, not all time, but right now. I yeah, think. yeah. And I feel like the only free agent that they should try to go for is JJ Barea because I feel like even if they get Kemba and they have Jalen Brunson, but Barea is also someone who can play the shooting guard. And he brings a good leadership role. Yeah, and not to mention, he's actually a pretty solid player. He's having, like, one of his best seasons at, like, 33 years old. Yeah, I like J.J. Burrell. Yeah, I do, too. I mean, he's a little small, but he can just provide something off the That's why he was, uh, back at, he played at Northwestern. He's putting up, like, 20 points per game, one undrafted due to his height. Yeah, no reason to let him go. All right, so now it's the Denver Nuggets. I feel like they could have a sleeper offseason here. Um... You said they were a little bit of a sleeper against Anthony Davis, but I don't really see that happening. Uh, they have a team option with Paul Millsap, That's which tough. they should not pass. Uh, do they need Paul Millsap? Yes, but they need to free up some cap space because they're gonna have almost none, and they're gonna need to sign back some guys. They need a they need a wing, like a true wing. Barton's more of a slasher. more of a shooting guard, yeah, a slasher, and he's just he's a very inefficient scorer. I think he's better coming off the bench. So I just need to think. They really need to get a, a really, true wing. Uh, yeah, like someone who can just not necessarily they have D, almost someone too who can many get their own buckets. Players. 
Yeah. Almost. I mean, but, it's, not, it's not a bad thing, but... In some cases, it is. For example, Boston Celtics. But yeah. They, they, oh, yeah. But th- with this team, it hasn't really been. They've got the right role players. No, they do. It's been absolutely perfect for them. The only with thing the Boston- for the uh, Nuggets would be... Though, the only thing that you might want to sign back almost up for is the leadership that he brings. Because nobody else on this team, well, before this year, has had any playoff experience. And... Paul well, Millsap has had a lot of it, but if you exactly. if you can get rid of Paul Millsap and get someone else with playoff experience, get rid of Paul. What were you trying to say? Like a guy with like the bo- with like the Boston Celtics, they have so many role players, but they're all like selfish role players. Like with the Nuggets, yeah, yeah, they can true. develop chemistry because yep. they're all they want to play to win. Yep, exactly. The Celtics want to play for yeah, and the, and yeah. they have the they have um. If you think about it this way, they have a great backcourt right now, Jamal Murray and Gary Harris. But mm. even when those guys sit, they have one of the best backups. Monte Morris. Monte, Monte Morris, Morris and, uh, and Malik uh, Beasley. Malik they have been Beasley. fantastic. They're both shooting like 48% from the field, yeah, very 40 plus percent from three. They're averaging around 10 points per game. I think game. if Isaiah Thomas is your third option at point guard, which- nah, get rid of him. Yeah, I mean, but it's not. I mean, I, yeah, I love Isaiah Thomas. So a little biased, but. Isaiah Thomas is a third option is a pretty good spot. True, but he's not even in their rotation right now. He's obviously hurt. He's taking too many shots trying to get into his rhythm. He's trying to prove to people that he's still good. And so, it's really yeah, hurting I mean, him. yeah, he should probably go to somewhere where he can you know, he can go take those shots. Like, if the Hornets lose Kemba Walker, that wouldn't be a bad Yeah, or go back to the Celtics. Like, yeah. if they lose Kyrie, yeah. go back to the Celtics. I, that's where you did best. That's where you were an all-star. And I don't think... At this point, last year, well, not last year. This year, I was a big believer that he could come back and he could be like, he could potentially return somewhat to Boston for him. Now, I don't think it's ever coming back. I think he's too too hurt. He's just it's a bummer. He he hit every single um you know hardship. He's barely drafted. He's always hated because of his height. He was just a hated guy ever since he walked in. Constantly kept getting traded. Finally made the All Stars. No injuries. It's yeah, you just feel bad. Yeah, and I, I'm if I'm the Nuggets, I'm not giving Isaiah Thomas overtime over any of the guards they have, whether it be Jamal Murray, Gary Harris, Will Barton, Malik Beasley, or Monte Morris. I'm not. I'm not getting um, giving Isaiah Thomas minutes over any of them. They're just they're too good, and yeah. Isaiah Thomas is hurting them, inefficiently scoring. It, it, he's not really providing defense. Oh. Hold on, let me say. He's not providing defense. <laughs> and he, he's just trying to get back into a rhythm. And in the process, it's hurting the teams he's on. So I, there's no reason to resign him. Just let him go. You have too many guards. All right, so now we go over to the Detroit Pistons. I think the only real move the Pistons need to make is pick up Glenn Robinson's team option, especially after trading guys like Reggie Bullock. Uh, I think that's the only real free agent they should really prioritize if they have to prioritize anyone. But trades. They should definitely be open to trading Blake Griffin. This was a Pistons team that went all in to get Blake Griffin. We are going to be win now. And now all of a sudden, after trading away Reggie Bullock, it seems like they're going in the opposite direction. So or they just don't know what they're doing. They, I, I mean, I, I was so mad when they said, we're going win now, and now uh, uh, we're going this way. No, no, we're going this way. It's like they're trying to drive without a map or, you know, around, like, I don't even know where they're going. Uh, it's like they're driving blindfolded, and they're just going around in circles. I have no clue what's going on. So I think, you know what? It's time to rebuild. You're not going to win with this core. I say you trade Blake Griffin, uh, or at least you try to. You try to get rid of Reggie Jackson's contract. And I think if they're going to keep one of those three, you've got to keep Andre Drummond, I'd say. He still has um, time to um, – He's only like 25 years old. He has time to up his trade value. Uh, Blake Griffin and Reggie Jackson, the clock's ticking. But with Andre Drummond, he has a few years to um, up his trade value. And who knows, maybe he could be the future. Also get a GM. They're still looking for one. (laughs) Right now, last year, they dismissed Stan Van Gundy as president of basketball operations and then eventually head coach. And right now they have this guy, Ed Stefanski, as their interim general manager. They need to find a GM because yeah. clearly they just they don't they, really know they don't what they're have doing. Guiding them. Exactly, which is why they're making stupid moves like letting guys like Reggie Bullock go. Mm-hmm. It just it just makes no sense. Mm-hmm. And yeah, get a GM. That I think that's their priority move. Priority, they, and then 
your priority is get a GM that can guide you in the right direction, whether that is trying to go back. I, I think they have to just rebuild at this point. Mm, mm-hmm. They just have to. They re- they missed their chance. Um, now we go over to the Golden State Warriors. Very, interesting, very right? interesting. Yes. Um, Luke, you haven't been able to talk in, uh, in a while, so I want to – I because I feel like you've tried to get in some words. So I will let you um open this one. If all fails, I say you have to try to re- get back your young guys. Like, uh, not really young Quinn Cook, but young guys like Jordan Bell. I've heard a rumor going around that if Kevin Durant leaves, he wants Quinn Cook to come with him because Quinn Cook is his actually best friend. Yeah, not like your Draymond Green when he was back on the Thunder. <laughs> And then Draymond Green was never on the Thunder. You know, when Kevin Durant was on Thunder, he was like best friends with Draymond. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And then if the Warriors get really ballsy and offer Clay Thompson a max deal, he will resign with them. But if they do that, they're not getting back Boogie or Kevin Durant. Yeah, I mean, I look at this team and say, I here's what I think is going to happen. I don't think they're going to get Kevin Durant back, and I don't think they're going to get DeMarcus Cousins, but I do think they're going to get Klay Thompson. And I think Quinn Cook's also going to leave with Kevin Durant. Then that leaves guys like Kevin Looney, who I think they're going to try to get back. Jordan Bell's an interesting one because I like his potential, and I think he's a, he's a solid uh, player, but, you know, he's a little bit of a head case. Do you yeah. want him back or no? I- I'll well, ask this question to all you. Colin, would you sign Jordan Bell back or no? Yeah. Too much of a distraction or no? I- I'd sign him back. Luke? I'd sign him back just because, like, it, it's all going to fail for the Warriors this offseason. They're going to be reset back to, like, mm-hmm. where they were when they drafted, like, Curry and Clay. So they're still going to be a playoff team. You tell me you have Steph, Clay, and Draymond. That's the same exact 72, 73-win uh, team that they had. They're they don't still going to say that. Wait, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that is true. I'd say they're still a top five seed, though. I have two things to say. Um, the one person I wouldn't sign back from this list is Demarcus Cousins. Well, here's the thing: if you miss out on KD, Boogie could be a much better fit. Yeah, yeah, yeah true. If, but I wouldn't sign back one of these stars. You, you have to level. You have to just. And if you, them. if they could choose, if they, if all three of them wanted to come back, then obviously Boogie's go, go yeah. leave it. Let's and not then, wait, but they don't have Swaggy P, and they used to have him in that seventy-three win team. So I mean, it's not the same. All right, let's <laughs> let's let's not underrate the Warriors. Like I said, they won they won yeah. seventy-three games with this court. Obviously, oh. they had better bench players. Obviously, yeah, they had yeah. Harrison Barnes. Yeah. Uh, obviously, strength in numbers. But if they can get some guys for cheap in. Free agency. They can get Jordan. I believe they should get Jordan Bell back. He's not really a head case. I think they could get a few role players that uh, on cheap deals that would be interested in coming. Yeah, there was one incident where he just, I don't even want to talk about it because it's just flat out weird. But this team is still a championship contender without Kevin Durant. Think about it. Steph Curry, in my opinion, this is a hot take. Kevin Durant goes to the Knicks or wherever he wants to go, Steph Curry wins MVP 2020. I mean, that, there's a good possibility. I think the clock's ticking for Steph Curry in the MVP. I mean, it's oh, only a few more seasons. But State, um, ever since off. you know Kevin Durant came here, it's kind of taking the spotlight a little from Curry. Exactly, and they sort of cancel each other out. Yeah. All right, speaking of the Warriors, uh, this is the one time you'll ever see them losing to the Clippers. They're losing 2 nothing. Wow. The yeah, so we're recording right now at around ten forty seven, and um, we're watching. We're uh, looking at the the uh, box scores for the current playoff games, which is Brooklyn, Philadelphia, and Lakers, Golden State. Not Lakers, um, Clippers. Yep. All <laughs> right. Only so, the Lakers were in. <laughs> yeah. All right. So uh, next, we're going to get to the uh, Houston Rockets. Okay, so for the Rockets, there's not really a lot to say. I'd say just get back your role players, your Gerald Greens, uh, your Kenneth Fareed, Amon Shumpert, Austin Rivers, even though I hate that Nene. guy. I guess Nene, yeah, sure. If, even if he stays, I don't even know, might retire at this point. <laughs> but, I mean, just keep, just keep your role players together. I think the Rockets, you know, it's all through James Harden and Chris Paul, but they really thrive off those role players. I'm not saying that's going to happen, but definitely search the market. Try to get a third star alongside uh, a good, really, really I mean, good Clint wing. I Capel's not a star for that. Yeah. yeah, but... 
Um, if Clint Capella is your fourth option, like your fourth best player, that's great. That's great. And Eric, you need to put Eric Gordon back on the bench. He's been terrible. Yeah, he hasn't terrible had a in, the, in the starting lineup. And I just think he fit better off the bench. He was a better scorer. He was more efficient, and he played better defense. And yeah, I think they should put it back on the bench. And I'm not saying they're gonna get anyone. I'm just saying it it, it couldn't hurt to search the market. All right, so for the Indiana Pacers next, I think this is a little bit of another underrated offseason here because they could potentially make like a Mike Conley trade, but not only that, they have guys like Thad Young, Bojan Bogdanovich, Darren Collison, even got guys like Kyle O'Quinn, Wesley Matthews, Corey, Corey Joseph, Joseph, Tyreek Evans. So again, I think Thaddeus Young's a very underrated piece. Uh, especially for the team, very good defensively. But Bojan Bogdanovich has to be the main priority. Oh, yeah. I think Darren Collison uh, has been a solid fit, um, especially because he's more of a three-point shooter. I feel like Oladipo is one of those kind of like James Harden where he's a shooting guard, but he's kind of a point guard at the same time. Exactly. And Collison is more of like a three-point shooter. Agree, Luke? I'd agree. Yeah. I, I think Oladipo's hurting – the paces even more than it seems like when he's injured. What? Because oh, when he's injured. No, when he's injured. Because um, he let Bojan Bogdanovich take the spotlight. Now more people's going to want him in free agency, and the paces are going to – it's going to be a little tough. Oh, that's I, see, I see what you're saying. Yeah, that's yeah. a fair point. I didn't know where you go. His trade value's getting – well, not even trade value. His value is... In the market, yeah. Which could hurt the Pacers because they have to pay more money for him. But, yeah, Bojan Bogdanovic should be the priority. All right, so next is the uh, L.A. Clippers. Ooh, this there, is a good one. There, there is. I mean, Zubac, you got to get his restricted deal. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, <laughs> uh, Patrick Temple back. He's yeah, solid. Yeah, Patrick. I, I like Garrett Temple. Yeah. Uh, Patrick Beverly, I think. I mean, you, you, you got him off Beverly. Just that, that type of guy. Uh, I mean, for the Clippers, the thing that's interesting is what are they gonna? Who else? Who are they gonna sign outside of their roster? Kawhi Leonard. Exactly. Sorry, that was yeah. a little loud, but yeah, um, exactly. I mean, Kawhi's got to be their guy. I also look at uh, one that's underrated. Kemba. Kemba Walker. Yeah, Kemba Walker. Took the words right out of my mouth. Uh, you know, maybe Jimmy Butler, but again, Kemba Walker would be an underrated. Um, um, piece for them to get alongside Kawhi Leonard, but it's not really the free agents that they have on their roster that are leaving. There's nothing huge there. It's who else are they going to sign? They're not really going to do a ton, and they're not going to make a ton of noise in the draft. None of their, you know, free agents on their team. Uh, they don't have a ton of great players. What are they going to do? Like sign that Kawhi Leonard, which I think they really could do. There's some. There's also some other pretty good fits. Jimmy Butler. I mean, he'd be he'd kind of be redundant with Kawhi, but you yeah. never know. All right, so next to the Lakers, who have a very interesting oh, offseason yeah. ahead. Uh, you got guys like KCP, Tyson Chandler, Rajon Rondo, Lance Stevenson, JaVale McGee, Mike Muscala, Reggie Bullock, uh, all becoming free agents, even Alex Caruso. Yeah, um, now let, let's be honest with ourselves. This is the boring part. Yes. <laughs> I, I, I say you get. I, I say you try to get KCP back because he's a nice uh, – He's a nice locker room present. <laughs> and then, like, Reggie Bullock, uh, JaVale McGee. But w- w- So here's my thing with the uh, Lakers. I don't know if any of you here, Colm may have been on this episode, but I talked about Magic Johnson, and I said Magic Johnson came you. in, Magic Johnson came in, and, and he started the job. He started the job by getting LeBron. And he he didn't, didn't finish it, though. Yeah. He didn't finish. He started the job and said, all right, listen, I got you, LeBron. Now, who can come in for the Lakers as a GM and finish the job by getting him? This team was horribly uh, constructed for LeBron. Not even that he didn't have any um, stars alongside him. He had horrible fits. Brandon Ingram's a horrible fit with him. Lonzo Ball is not a good fit. You need three and D wings with... um, Lonzo Ball, Lonzo Ball is, was not a horrible fit, but he's not a great one either. Um, but you need Kuzma's three. A good fit. Yes, Kuzma's a good fit, but you need three and D wings alongside LeBron James. And the really only three and D wing they have here is, I guess, Josh Hart. Yeah, and KCP. Yes, but they're both not coming off the bench. Yeah. So I mean, what is that going to do for you? You need those three and D wings. They just don't have any. But hold on, can we get to the fun part now? Yes. Let's think about it. The Lakers, they've been rumored to sign so many people. Obviously, they're not going to sign every single one. But let's look at some realistic ones real quick. Kyrie Irving. 
Kyrie, let's start with Kyrie. Which should absolutely make Celtics fans so triggered that we traded for Kyrie because he wanted to leave LeBron. Now he's leaving us to go play with them again. Yeah, exactly. He's so mad. But just think about that again. They were deadly together. Mm-hmm. And now imagine what they can do again. And now that they're more – I wouldn't say LeBron's more improved, but Kyrie's learned how to be more of a um, – Leader and team player. I'd say for the Lakers, it depends. For those players that are on their team right now, though, will become free agents. It depends on who else they sign. I guess. but Thompson would be... The thing is, none of these role players are going to matter. If you get get Kyrie or if you get... No, the role players do matter. They do, they do. but you no one's like... Wings. This no one... team was horribly constructed. If you get LeBron and Kyrie and keep this roster the same, they're going to be good, but they're just still not a good fit. They need not only the stars, but they need the right role players. No, they don't have I, the I right role players. I would McGee and Lance Stevenson. They're two good fits. Yeah, and Lance just provides whatever, I guess. Yeah, I guess. And, He's but just a good fit. No one's going to be like... No one's going to be like... Anthony, we oh sick, we got Anthony Davis. Oh, but none of that matters. We can get Tyson Chandler back. Oh, really sucks. Yeah, but you still need the. I'm not saying Tyson Chandler's the guy. I I'm I'm fine with him walking. I'm fine with really any of these guys walking. But it's about getting those right role players at the same time. It's not mm. the priority, but it should be up there. Yeah, Anthony Davis, another one of the, of course, obviously, yeah. and now that Dave Griffin's the new GM of the Pelicans, he was also the GM of the Cavs when LeBron went there. Connections, connections. Yes. LeBron could pull some strings. Clay Thompson was, I think he would be. Mm-hmm. I don't know about you. I think he would be the absolute best fit with LeBron James possible. Yes. He's a three and D wing, yes, exactly to perfection. <laughs> he, he, there's the thing. He's a mix of LeBron's perfect role player and star. Mm. Yeah. Oh, it's perfect. So the All thing right. with yeah. if they tried to get Kyrie, Ky- I don't think Kyrie wants to play with like a bunch of young role players. He wants guys that are like playoff hard and, and like they know how to play in tough situations. Like that's, that's why, why he's like, ripping the young players. Yeah, off. exactly. Yeah. The Celtics, because the Celtics have a good young core. So do the Lakers, though. So I don't think he'd be a great fit there. Just an mm. off-topic question I want to ask you guys. Um, just quickly, is the fact that Kyrie has said the regular season doesn't matter. Do you agree with him or disagree? Do you believe in what he's saying or not? Because I look at some things. Why is he always ripping on the young guys? Why was why did he call LeBron after that Magic game that Gordon Hayward took the last shot? I thought the regular season didn't matter. But do you believe him or not? I think do he's I believe- just trying to make a statement to like get more publicity. I think, well... I think we're about to find he, out. Here's a question that you. Here's a question that I'm. It's sort of a clarifying. Are you asking whether I believe him or whether I'm saying he's right? You can answer both. So, I think that he's telling the truth. Like he, he I think he truly believes deep down that yes. at the end of the day, the playoffs are all that matters. Yeah. Whatever. No one cares about the regular season if you talk at the playoffs. Mm-hmm. So everything's comes down to the playoffs. Everything's coming down to the championship. But <laughs> as far as I say, I don't know if I would agree. Just because the regular season con- contributes to so many things. Yes, it, Once it contributes to your seeding, and this is a Celtic team that's great on, at home, horrible. Exactly. On the road. You could all, you can't make trades in the playoffs. You could also improve your team in the regular yes, season. Improve chemistry. See, yeah, and get some guys guys to gel together. You can't just throw. Imagine what the Celtics would be. If we just threw them into the playoffs without a regular season, oh, they'd be oh, horrible. They'd be just now. They don't have any chemistry. Mm. But they were even worse at the beginning yeah, of the season. They started out like 10 and 10, but given they had a tough schedule, people figured, you know what? They have a tough schedule. They're starting to find their way. You know, we expected a little better, but they'll be all right. And then it was, uh, it's been a roller coaster. Yeah. No, this, I, I think Kyrie's just trying to make a, it's not like, it, he's trying to, Think of some like weird metaphor thing. Like he doesn't mean like the regular season doesn't matter at all. It's just like he's just in the moment, kind of. Just, like, I just, see what you're saying. He's just trying to think well, ahead to the to go with like metaphors. It's like people say it's not like the prize at the end of the journey. It's the journey is the prize. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, like he's trying to. Th- he says the prize is the the prize the, is the prize, and yeah. the journey is. That, that's yeah, what he's trying to say. Journey doesn't mean anything. Yeah. yeah. It, it doesn't... It, he's just... He's not really thinking about, 
Wait, when he said that, he wasn't thinking about oh the team chemistry and, and the seeding and all. He's not. He's not think, thinking. He's just that. thinking he's just... NBA finals because he's already been there. Like think like think about that from his perspective. He he's has like been a game winner there. Yeah, he's mm-hmm. he's been in the NBA finals. So he multiple times actually. So he's probably not like oh man. I mean. We were great in the regular season. I mean, playoffs, we got swept in the first round, but we put a, we were pretty dang good in the in the regular. Like none of that matters if you're trash in the playoffs. Yep. Trailblazers last year, yeah. good example. Thunder last year, unfortunately. <laughs> we lost almost as many games through six through the playoffs than we did in the whole regular season. I know. Definitely not orange. Mm. <laughs> Alright, so next we have the Memphis Grizzlies. Now, a small one here. Their two biggest things. they have Jonas Valanciunas has a player option. Whether he accepts that or declines that, they need to get him back, and they need to trade Mike Conley. Pretty uh, easily said. Uh, they're not really going to have a shot at any free agent, so they traded Marcus Gasol to get Jonas Valanciunas to really have a good chance at re-signing him. So hopefully they can re-sign him and have a deadly uh, young front court with him and Jaron Jackson Jr. And hopefully they can trade Mike Conley and then do do well in the draft, whether that's like a Romeo Langford or a Kobe White. I, well, first of all, I think they could get a pretty decently high pick in that. Um, you could get if Darius well, Garland slips down there. Yeah, I could, mean, yeah, if he does, but I don't could, think he might. Uh, maybe. Maybe if they get a high enough pick, they Cam Reddish. But here's the thing. Mike Conley, and this is this would be ideal for you Celtics fans to the Celtics. Think about that. Think about how perfect Mike Conley and Brad yeah, Stevens would be. Kyrie leaves. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Oh, what, so would would huh? what would we give up? What would he give up? Let's say Jalen Brown. Yeah, let's go Jalen Brown and like. Like a pack. Yeah. No, let's. Let, oh, how, how about how about uh, how about this? Let's, we give up um. Our Kings pick, which will probably end up being like 14th overall, and Jalen Brown. And Simi Oshelik, just throw him in there. Yeah, just throw someone else in there. That's fine. I mean, yeah, but you have to – I don't know how the, that would do with the salary cap, but you get that I something around. I there. wouldn't mind them signing back C.J. Plus, that gives – Mike Conley would be a great fit as you so Brad Stevens. And you get – it's not necessarily getting rid of Jalen Brown, but that gets rid of like a but then unneeded role. Once player. we do that, we have no chance of getting Kyrie back because Kyrie's like oh, no. But that's assuming. Oh yeah, that is true. Because we oh, have to because trade at the before. moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. All right. So Kyrie's gonna be yeah. like, "Hi, right, bye." Good call. Good call. All right. So next is the Miami Heat. Now with the Miami Heat, this team is an absolute mess. They're they don't really have much future besides Josh Richardson and Justice Winslow and. They have a ton of bad contracts. I saw him Whiteside as a player option, which I don't think he's too happy in Miami, but $25 million for a guy like Whiteside who's not going to get nearly that money should definitely take that. Drogic should definitely take his player option, so they're going to be staying. Dwayne Wade's already – so they don't really have anyone besides Rodney Magruder. So I could make an argument for and against re-signing these guys. One, if this is – if you want to resign them, one, if you resign them, you get two solid resign players you. who come back and at least keep you relevant, Hassan and Goron. Yeah, but they're player options, so they True. don't have a choice. But it, no, well, what I'm saying is, uh, it, let me reword it. They're for and against arguments, oh, like whether they would be successful. Yes. Well, like, oh, I don't know how to explain this, but like. Yeah, but they should try to rebuild. They should try to get. Like, why, why would it be good if they. If they stayed, if they stayed, the, they would stay relevant. The good thing is, yeah, the they would stay relevant. They would Feel potentially make a playoff run, and they would at least be a somewhat good team. And if it doesn't work out, you can always trade them. If they just walk, if they well, just here's walk, the thing with them: they're on player options, so it's going to be hard to trade those contracts. They're, you know, they're they're one's a head case and one's always injured. Um, so they're both. Great players with potential. Drogic was just an all-star a few years ago. Whiteside had all-star type potential, yeah. uh, for sure. Um, but I think you're just going to have to play out their contracts. And a lot of these guys, they made a bad mistake. I don't know what the front office was doing. They have a great coach in Eric Spolstra and two good young players in Justice Winslow and Josh Richardson. But other than that, it's just bad contracts. I think Eric Spolstra should leave. We saw it with, oh, yeah. the, we saw it with the Atlanta Hawks. When Mike Budenholzer like is just yeah. like bye, we same things should go for um, Eric Spolstra. He's I a think, great coach, wasting his talent. I think, uh, unfortunately, and I'm just thinking about this now, but unfortunately, Luke Walton signed the Kings. I think Eric Spolstra would have been perfect mm. for the Kings, but 
there is some teams. I don't know if I would want him to go to the Grizzlies just because, like. Yeah, it's the Grizzlies. Yeah. The Lakers. I mean, he already no, had I, a problem uh, with yeah. LeBron, but just like that would that would be that would be golden. He's such a good coach, and that would perfectly help them. I mean, Luke Walton was just. Yeah, but I think I think LeBron wants a coach. That there's a problem there. It's the fact that LeBron wants a coach who's just kind of kind of. Um, Let's LeBron do his thing. Yeah, but and I don't really think Eric Spoelstra's that kind of guy, so I don't think that's that's a great fit. Again, in today's NBA, I feel like it's more about ego managing and you know tending to the stars. And if you can't do that, well, you're not a great coach for LeBron's team. Tyron Lue. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he loves Tyron Lue. Yeah, well, like if the he's not a good coach, but no, if the Heat do sign back Sam Whiteside and Goran Dragic. They're gonna be stuck in that realm mm-hmm. of mediocre teams who yeah. have n- they like they're can't stuck get better. They can't do anything. No they man's land. They can't really choose a choose a no road. man's land. Yeah, yeah, and they just end up with like either an eight seed and get swept in the first round, or they yeah. Just get I a hate that. I hate being game. in that position where you know what do you do? You get either you either get go to the playoffs, get swept, and get the fifteenth pick, or pray for lottery balls, miss the playoffs, and probably just get the fourteenth pick. You're just stuck. Can't choose a uh, direction, as you said. They should just go tank. That's what I'd do. All right, next is the Milwaukee Bucks. Uh, Chris Middleton has a player option. Personally, I think he should decline it and try to get a better option from the Bucks, but also explore the market for Chris Middleton. Um, It's not that he should leave the Bucks. It's the fact that he should look for more money and a better deal. Then there's Brooke Lopez. They should definitely Black try Mountain. to uh, re-sign Brooke Lopez. He's a perfect fit. Brooke Lopez should no doubt want to come back to um, Milwaukee because he's just the perfect role player for them. If he goes somewhere else, he might not succeed as well. Uh, Malcolm Brogdon's a restricted free agent. I think they're going to uh, get yeah. him back. Uh, the one that's up in the air, really, for me, uh, you know, Chris Middleton could leave, but I see him coming back. But Nikola Mirzic, what do they do with him? They traded Stanley Johnson four second-round picks, which one of those I think will end up being good. But Nikola Mirzic, was that just a uh, kind of a rental to help your bench even more? Or are they really committed to signing him for the future? Luke? Um, I'd say he's a great fit, like, to if for backup – when, like, say, like, Chris Middleton comes out of the game, move Giannis down to to the small forward mm-hmm. and put in Nicole Maritich. Yeah. He's a great forward. Or just for when Brooke Lopez comes out. He's like Brooke Lopez 2.0. They're yeah, like, not really. They're both three know. shooting centers. Here, if He's they, not tall enough. Or, like, he doesn't have the skill set to be a center. Let's though. say they bring back the Lopez, height. Middleton, yeah. and Brogdon, Miritich just is not coming back. Mm. Yeah. He's just not. I think – I don't see him coming back just for the fact that there's not enough money to go around. Well, Brooke Lopez signs for the minimum. He, he's he's done that for the past, I think, two seasons. I think now. he's going to look at himself as a little over a minimum dollar player. A little. But, it, again, it's around that relevancy. We won't get into that talk. But next up. Uh, Let's say they're going to get Brogdon back, in my yeah. opinion. They need him back. Eighth member of the 50-40-90 club. You got to bring that back. Chris Middleton, all-star. Got to bring him back. Brooke Lopez, got to bring him back. So, I, I think. Eric all-star? Well, he's already, he's already back. Yeah, they, yeah. They but while Miritich should be their fourth option. They should definitely try to get him back. He's a great. They should there, try, then. but I don't think they will. And there's not enough money to go around, in my opinion. Um, next is the Minnesota Timberwolves. Jeff Teague has a player option. I'd assume he picks that up. Um, I, I definitely uh, think he will. Uh, Tyus Jones has a restricted deal. I'm kind of up in the air there. I don't think they're going to get Derrick Rose back. Sadly, rip my jersey. <sighs> Just that always happens. Uh, and then you look at the only real other relevant guys, like Anthony Tolliver, I guess, and Tosh Gibson. Now, Gibson's one where I think he should personally leave. He's kind of a very coachable guy. Um, you know, he brings good leadership. I think some of the coaches kind of – not really great leadership, but the coaches kind of overrate him a little bit. You know but I Tosh think Gibson would be a good fit? Where? The Denver Nuggets. Mm. He'd bring some leadership to the team. Yeah. Um, here's a hot take. And while this may be a bit early, trade Carl Anthony Towns. Why? Start I, I the that. rebuild. They, they're they not one of the teams that's going to surround Carl Anthony Towns with talent. Not okay, only do yeah, I think they should trade him, I think Carl Anthony Towns should demand a trade. 
Like, get out of it. This team isn't doing anything. What, what should they do? You think uh, they is deep, I have a question them? for uh, you, Thomas. Yep. Do you think Andrew Wiggins is even tradable? No. 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 He's. Uh, I, I don't it, know. It sucks because they signed him to this long term deal. He has God given talent, and he just. Ah, that's. Ah. He's literally my Nike socks after a basketball game. He stinks. He stinks. He, he, he doesn't stink. It's his heart. It's his attitude that stinks. If he had a better attitude, better heart, he'd be one of the best players in the league. At one point, at the beginning of his career, when he had the heart and you know he was really going, I think, after the money and just playing hard, then he had – at one point, I remember I saw this article from, like, Woj or, you know, someone um, – from ESPN, I forget who it was. I can't say. I forget. Um, but they had Andrew Wiggins with top twenty uh, trade value above Paul George. It was Bill Simmons. Bill Simmons. Bill Simmons. So I mean, that's just crazy. So this guy has the potential, but can anyone really turn his heart around? Because if you can choose his turn his heart and attitude around, Andrew Wiggins can be a great player. And that's what really pisses me off about mm-hmm. the NBA. Some of these guys. It's like you make it here, just you have to earn your money. Mm-hmm. Like me being tiny and like small, I hate when I see people like go out on the court and just kind of slack off. Like every time I hit the court, I try to do my hardest, play my best, do whatever I can. It just pisses me off. Yeah, and, oh. and a guy like that who had like God given talent and he's just wasting it. No, I wouldn't say he's wasting it, but Ben Simmons. He hasn't really done anything to improve his game. He's kind of been the same as last season. And is that I mean, I see where it comes from. He improved from, his that, points per game by one. He is hasn't that entirely done entirely his fault though. But yes. was he Why? last it, year? No, true. But he only improved his points per game by one. He didn't bother to even try to fix the only flaw in his game. He's a great defender, a great scorer when he wants to be. Great, great passer, passer, great rebounder. Great I mean, I, I like 80% agree with you, but 20% of me is kind of sitting here saying, did he really not try at all? No, because well, if he did, he'd be shooting. The, the I guess you could make an argument that he improved because he shot one more three than he did last year. But other than that... Yeah, says he not improved. Like, come no, on. Well, like look you, at a guy like Giannis. He's shooting a lot. He's shooting threes, but he's not... He's shooting, like, 20%. Yeah, at least... At the, like, at least he's trying. Yes, ben but Simmons, why would Ben Simmons try? His team going on a run, and he has other pieces that can do that. This is not his game. He can work on that off the court. Exactly. Their team's already good. And they won't mind if he starts shooting threes in a game. Yeah, but I don't think they're giving him the green light to do that. Yeah, Why on know. earth wouldn't they be giving him the green light to do that? Well, that's a good Why question, but I don't think they are. Though? I Why don't think they, they are. That's a good question. In this, in the modern, I'm, NBA, not, I'm not saying they shouldn't. I'm just saying they're not doing. In that. the modern NBA, shooting is the, the one of the most main concerns that every team needs to focus on. What was Ben Simmons doing as a kid? Like, was he going around? Was he practicing rebounding and passing? Like. How do you? How are you not able to shoot? Like, I, like I love Ben Simmons. I think he's great. But there's sometimes where I'm just like I question, and I've always been high on Ben Simmons, especially the past few days. I've been like, this guy's a superstar. Uh, he's gonna be a great player. He could potentially be an MVP if he gets a jump shot. But also, when I think about it, it's like he doesn't even try. He's not even trying at this point. Like it, it just seems like. His points per game only went up by one. His assist and rebounds stayed the same. I don't his think defense. Well, the talent on his team improved a lot. Yeah, which is giving him less. Yeah. True, but shouldn't shouldn't his assists go up? His his defense yeah, didn't improve. Well. Yeah, but you have a guy like Jimmy Butler who's like he can just take he can do it himself. They they didn't have Jimmy Butler last year. Jimmy Butler doesn't need someone to pass him the ball. He can just get buckets himself. True. I, I still think I don't know. But, uh, I, I I partially agree with you, but I don't fully agree. But why why does why isn't he trying to improve his jump shot? I think he's trying off court, but the coaches really aren't giving him the green light to well, that. Okay, I, I I get it, but like at the same time, like they they are like they want him to be a good shooter. They can't have a point guard who doesn't shoot. Name one successful NBA point guard that could not shoot. Ben Simmons. The, <laughs> you little Russell name Westbrook. one 
Huh? Russell Westbrook. Westbrook. Okay. On your, First on of all, Russell Westbrook can shoot. He just... Not efficiently. Not efficiently, but he can shoot. He's not afraid to shoot. <laughs> well, that's hard. great. I wish he was afraid to shoot. <laughs> yeah, then we get, we get a whole new Russell Westbrook. Probably put up better stats. <laughs> more Imagine an efficient more. Russell Westbrook. <laughs> Alright, um, now we are going- move on? That'd be great. We right, still have, yeah. like, 21 now, teams to go. Yeah, Just kidding, now but. we are going to move on to the, uh, New Orleans Pelicans. Okay, so for the Pelicans, what they need to do is trade Anthony Davis for the best package available. They, really, that's about it. They need to do that. They need to hit on their draft pick and hope Julius Randle either picks up his player option or they need to re-sign him. Him and I think they'd- have to try to go after Alfred Payton. That's really about it for the Pelicans game. Just get rid of Anthony yeah. Davis. Oh, right. look who's next. The New York Knicks. For the Knicks, really, there's no free agents on here. They they should pick up their team option on Alonzo Trier. I, I like Moutier, but I don't think they're going to take uh, sign him back. And there's like Mario Zonino, Vonley. Uh, I think they should try to um, see, sign back DeAndre Jordan, but it depends on the price. But then you have to try to get Zion, try to get KD, and try to get Kyrie. That's the best case scenario, and I think there's a good chance that will happen. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's not I too agree. much to talk about there. I mean, you guys already know the deal. All right, next. Thomas uh, is Oklahoma. Oh, can I, can I? Yeah, yeah, yeah. you can do this. Um, Thomas, for this team, I think we need to re-sign Kevin Durant. Get back Clay. Okay. Um, yeah, I think just what we need to do is, if Nerlens doesn't pick up his player option, definitely re-sign him. Let go of Raymond Felton. No one likes him. Uh, I do. No, no one else does. And just get back to your important role players that were. They were. I mean, they have to try to. If they can just try to find someone very cheap who could help out their bench. And I also said someone who might be worth too much money but would be a perfect fit Jeremy Lamb. He's too much money, but if they could. And Dennis Schroeder is more of a point scoring point Mm -hmm. guard. So. But yeah, I like the bench. I just think they need to re-sign the guys. The only guy I want them letting go is Raymond Felton. He came in the other night against the Trailblazers. So awful. I I might hate him. And what's the point with Russ and uh, Denver? And yeah, exactly. It's just 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 get rid of him. You're gonna get like Clay Thompson. Yeah. All right. Next is the Orlando Magic. You've got a ton of restricted free agents, but no one really important. It's just. Uh, Nikola Vucevic and Terrence Ross. Um, they have to try to re-sign Vooch, but I don't think they will. Um, and I think they're going to try to re-sign Terrence Ross, but I think they will. I think Vooch is gone, but I think they're going to get Terrence Ross back. And with Vooch gone, it's time to <laughs> rebuild. And I think they already have young assets. There's no one that they really need a trade that's old. It'll give Bamba a chance for more minutes. Um, yeah. And you know, guys like Jonathan Isaac... You know, this Magic team really needs to rebuild. Vooch is in his prime anyway. I think they need to try to re-sign him back, but I don't think they will. All right, so next is the Philadelphia 76ers. Big offseason for them. J.J. Redick set to become a free agent. Jimmy Butler is a player option. Um, Tobias Harris, Boban, Mike Scott, James Ennis, T.J. McConnell, uh, like uh, all these guys. And I think – Jimmy Butler is going to decline his player option, which means they have. I think they're going to get JJ Redick back, but they have to choose between Jimmy Butler and Tobias Harris. And lately, Harris. I've been saying Tobias Harris, Tobias Harris, but after this playoffs, I'm starting to think maybe Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Tobias Harris is a better fit and is younger, but Jimmy Butler, I'm starting to think Jimmy maybe Butler him. just laid an egg in that last game. He put up seven. No, I just think of late. I think I've been overrating Tobias Harris and underrating Jimmy Butler. But Jimmy, Jimmy Butler is a great two-way player. He's Tobias Harris player. is a great – I like Tobias Harris a lot. But the more and more I think about it, I've been saying Tobias Harris. I'm not saying I'm saying Jimmy Butler, but it's a 50-50 split to me. But, what do you think, Thomas, to- Tobias Harris or Jimmy Butler? But I think the same score for you. I think this playoffs is really going to decide it. Well – well, Jimmy was great the first game, and Tobias was bad the second game. I mean, the first game. Jimmy was bad the second game, and Tobias was bad. It was good. Eh. Tobias was bad the first game and good the second game. Jimmy was good the first game, bad the second game. So what I really think is going to come down to it is this playoff. Yeah. Whoever performs better and whoever just seems to I just think be good for them. To- I- Tobias is better, but 
So. True, but also, who's going to close out games? Jimmy Butler's been their closer. He's been the reason they've won some games. For example, the game against the Brooklyn Nets, the yeah. game against the Hornets when Kemba yeah. dropped 60. Who's going to be your 3 and D wing? You don't have one of those. J.J. Redick is in a 3 and D wing. Neither is Tobias Harris. Harris J.J. Redick, 6-1. How is he going to play defense? Or Mike, small Mike Scott. Luke, what do, who do you think they should prioritize? Tobias Harris I think or Jimmy they Butler? should prioritize on a guy like... um. Jimmy Butler because yeah. he's more of like a leader, mm-hmm. and like if they end up getting a point guard, they could slide Ben Simmons back to power forward. If like they end up getting a really good offer for a point guard. Yeah. All right. That, Next, we've got the Phoenix Suns. They don't really have a lot to do this off season, but the draft. Um, they're not really going to be any uh, a hot free agency destination. They don't really have any big free agents. I guess Kelly Oubre Jr. That's about it. Um, Jay Crossover. Uh, okay. Crossover. Uh, and they're not really going to be a free agency destination. They're not really going to be taking a ton of trades. They just have to try to get John Morant, and I think. If they can clean up their front office and their coaching and just their whole ownership, everything, and get John Morant, the Suns could be a playoff team. What do you think? Yeah, and, and that was one of the teams that, that I almost picked for the yeah. episode on yeah. my channel. Go check that out if you haven't already. But, yeah, if they get a core of potentially John Morant, Devin Booker, and DeAndre Ayton to go along with guys like Oubre and Jackson, uh, Josh Jackson, or they get Booker, Zion, and um, DeAndre Ayton to go along with Ubre and Jackson. I think they could be really solid, and I think Devin Booker will have his best season next season. DeAndre Ayton will have a monster sophomore season, putting up. I think he could put up like twenty five points per Wait, game. Who, I think this team can do it. Who is the point guard that we were saying that could potentially go to the John, John Morant. No, 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 the other one, Darius Garland. No, he he's like a NBA player. Right? Anthony Melton. No. All right, no, no, we're Suns. next. Um, so for the Trailblazers, they got guys like uh, Seth Curry, Alforica, Minu, Jake Lehman, Rodney Hood, Ennis Cantor. So they've got some pretty important role players. But should they just let most of those guys walk and just blow it up at this point? No. Why not? They can't waste the prime years of Damian Lillard. Yeah, but know. should they just trade Damian Lillard as well? I mean, at this point, they've just failed to win. They're a great regular season team. Yes, I mean, but if you can't get it done in the playoffs... They won the first the first game of playoffs. Well, I mean, yeah, I think, I think this playoffs Aldridge will team. decide it. Well, Marcus Aldridge is thinking of teaming back up with Damian. And if, it, and if it's to the Trailblazers, then... Yeah, I think these playoffs will and decide. Use of Nurkic, like really turn gets recovery, like has a really good recovery. That'll be a nasty team. Mm. Alright, so next is the Sacramento Kings. Again, after the Harrison Barnes uh trade, he's probably gonna pick up his player option. There's not a ton here. You got Willie Collie seems restricted deal. There just really isn't much. They're gonna have more of like a Busy 2020 with Bogdan Bogdanovich and Buddy Heald, but not a ton for the Kings here. I mean, they can try to go after some big free agent. I don't think they're going to do much. Uh, they don't even have like Maybe a first a round pick. Prospect. They don't even have first round pick, so there's not much for the Kings here. Uh, next is the Spurs. Now, I've also argued to the Spurs blow it up. Pop is getting old. This team, you know, they're barely even the seven seed with DeRozan and. Uh, Aldridge, I thought they definitely should have traded away Kawhi for some young talent. I like their young back uh, backcourt with um, what's his name? Uh, you got Bryn Forbes, yeah, Bryn Forbes with then the other kid, uh, Derek White. Derek White, uh, and I like some of their guys there, but they got guys like Rudy Gay is really the only big free agent they have if he's even that big. I- I'd say if you're gonna keep trying to be win now, you sign back Rudy Gay, but if not, you definitely let him walk. Um, but it's their decision. I think they're going to keep going win now with Pop, but I don't really think that's the best option. Now is the Raptors. This is an interesting one. So do you think Kawhi is going to sign back or not? Absolutely not. He did. The Raptors are the Spurs of the East. I have been saying that since day one, since the second he got traded. The 
only reason I could consider Kawhi staying is if they win the NBA Finals. That's and that's only if. Yeah. And even then, that might even be a big. It just doesn't make sense why he would because it's just should trigger Spurs fans. He left the Spurs to improve his brand, and in Toronto, yeah, that improves his brand a little. But how much is it really? He left the Spurs so we could go to a place like LA. Exactly, and that's where he's going to go. He's going to sign with the Clippers next season to improve his brand. And some people are saying like the only like that's dumb. The only reason he left was because uh, he didn't trust team. the medical staff. Yeah, just, like, like that's ridiculous. No, he obviously left because because he wanted to become more popular and popular NBA player, and that makes sense. Like that's okay. I'm okay with Kawhi doing that because of the talent that he he's done a lot for this league. He's been. A two-time defensive player of the year. He's been a multiple-time MVP candidate. He's won a title for with the Spurs, and he was their final MVP. But why does why do the NBA players think they have to go to these big markets to get publicity? Mm-hmm. I think everyone Social knows media. who Kawhi Leonard is. It, I mean, it's just it, a it makes sense on on a. I get where you're coming from because nowadays it seems like you can, if you're good enough, you can play for the Memphis Grizzlies and get a good amount of publicity but for the fact that the marketing a lot of these guys have their own shoe brands that in these endorsements that they want to uh, improve and really expand on these bigger markets no yeah. i think luke has a good point though like yeah luke does have I, a really I'm, good point i'm not gonna i mean i'm not gonna change the way i look at Kawhi leonard whether he's on the clippers spurs or raptors i see him as Kawhi leonard i, mean, I might yeah, see him as words if he sells out to go for a big market. I might see yeah. him as less respect. He's just still Kawhi Leonard. It's I still know him as the same exact player. Just Yeah, it is the it's also the part of improving. You know, if he goes to between San Antonio and LA, he was an underrated player in San Antonio. So if he goes to a place like LA, like I agree with Luke, but the point is he can improve his brand and his endorsements but and his popularity. I, why can't he in Canada? They have it just all of Canada is the rapper. Yeah, but they're so still I'm, not. To put this into perspective, Kawhi got offered a four-year, it was either a four- or five-year, $20 million deal. It was a shoe brand, right? Mm-hmm. And that is nothing. You want to know what Kevin Durant got? He got a 10-year, $300 million exactly. deal. And that's why he wants to leave. He want, it, When it comes down to it, it's really about the money. Mm-hmm. He doesn't really care, but he wants the money. And... That's why he's gonna he's gonna listen to other teams to see how big of a contract he can get. But at the end of the day, I believe the Spurs, not the Spurs, the Clippers will offer him the biggest contract. Because to to buy Sarah's for a reason. Yeah, exactly. And it just it's all lining up. He wants to go to a big market. The Clippers have the Clippers scouts have been seeing him at the games. It's just it's perfect timing for Kawhi but to just if he wants so much publicity. Why would he go to a, a team that's not going to contend even with him when he has, like, a really good core with the Raptors? Really deep, great player. They need a star like Kawhi. That, and they have a chance of make, winning the NBA Finals. True. But here's the thing I also want to tell you. The Clippers are a good team. They made the playoffs despite having a worse roster than some teams that didn't. Lakers. They are a tough, yeah, Lakers. They're a tough, yes. hard-nosed team. Not to mention they could potentially sign another free agent coming into the yeah. offseason, the like Kemba Walker Kemba. or something. And I don't know if they could bring him a title, but they could definitely do some damage. And, like, it's L.A. He can go out and live his best life. Like, he can... Like, I, I Like, personally, I have no problem with him wanting to improve his brand. If he wants to become a more popular player, good. He deserves it. He's a champion. He's a finals MVP. He's a defensive yeah, he's player of the year. He's an all-star. He's an all-NBA first-teamer. Like, he has done so much for all the for the Spurs and even the Raptors for the, for the um little time he's been on, on them. He's done so much for everyone. And I, I think it's his chance to deserve and get the respect that he deserves. Um among NBA players and among the country. That's yeah. just my take. All right, so moving on to the Utah Jazz. Now, there was the potential for, like, a Mike Conley trade, but Ricky Rubio is set to become a free agent, and they don't really have a ton of free agents. They're not going to be a huge destination. Not much to do for the Utah Jazz. They're not really going to have a high pick either. So, uh, yeah, 
moving on <laughs> to the Washington Wizards, who have a, a handful of free agents. Let's just say that. They've got Sam Deckard, um, Trevor Ariza, Dwight Howard, Thomas Sanaransky, Thomas Bryant, Jabari Parker, Bobby Portis, uh, Jeff Green, you know, Wesley Johnson. They got all these guys. Uh, so going down the list, I think the guys that they should prioritize are <sighs> Thomas Bryant, Bobby Portis should be their top um, two main guys. Uh, they should – should here's the thing with Jabari Parker. No. No. Go Sadoransky. It's Sadoransky. Like, it's tough because, no, I say you don't want Jabari Parker, but it's tough. Because, no, don't do it, but do you want to then sign him back after declining his team option? That's a – Oh, tough question. Yeah. Actually, if you could, uh, if you could get him for the cheap. money you want yeah. to get him for, then yeah, sure, sure. why not? I mean, not a ton to talk about here either. I'd say they gotta go for a DeAndre Hunter, Ryu Hachimura uh, in sure. the draft. I mean, I think they should definitely try to go over a point guard. People have been saying all these like wings, and I do agree, but I think with John Wall, they definitely, you know, a point guard could definitely be a not a bad move here for them. All right, so that is actually all we have um, today. Um, so that's all. That's the 30 NBA teams. We just covered them all um, over an hour for an episode. Um, <laughs> I was glad to be joined by Colin, Thomas, and Luke. Hopefully we can do this another time, maybe do it a little earlier, because uh, right now it's 11.34. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, yeah, <laughs> just a little. I need to bust so, um, Red Bull. Yeah, so, uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, again, Colin on the Anchor Mobile app. Uh, I'd really appreciate that. Any suggestions? We can Every have a conversation. That, I feel like you're saying my name. You're like, Colin. <laughs> Colin on the Anchor Mobile yeah. Every time, one time I listened and you said Colin on the Anchor Mobile app so many times, I was like, stop it. All right. So, uh, yeah, thank you guys for listening, and I'll see you next time.